Welcome to the OWP. This is our wrestling podcast. This is Dave along with Jess. Hello, David. Hi. Cuz, brother, and Craig. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing you so our perspective you, on the I world. Of that and I, I, that. It, I thought you yeah. would have, right? In your head. No inside sources, yeah. no ties to the industry, just stories <laughs> from the diehards, sharing opinions with you. And now on to our topic today WrestleMania 17. Hit us up on Instagram at OWP2019. Click on Linktree. You can find us on several platforms, including Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. And anything that we talk about today is inspired by the WWE Network. So do yourself a favor and get your free month today to watch anything WWE, WCW, ECW, and more. Guys, it's still WrestleMania wow. season. What fun. It is. And because are we, are there any uh, presenting sponsors of, uh, <laughs> of the show or something just presents this particular podcast? Set it up, broski. And now, the WWE Network proudly brings to you our wrestling podcast, Retro View, WrestleMania 17. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. Well 52 well countries! I, I picked because on that one, he didn't, he was, I wasn't expecting it, and nailed it. Good job. <laughs> WWE it. Network doesn't sponsor us. So, so you know, there's a... There's a war out there. Some people say WrestleMania 17 is still the greatest WrestleMania to ever wrestle with Mania. It's all and, right. And uh, a lot of people say, <laughs> which we also have reviewed, WrestleMania 19 is the greatest WrestleMania. I heard of all something time. about that. We already reviewed 19. Now let's review this motherfucker and uh, we'll Whoa. see. We'll see, uh, <laughs> see what we feel all these years later. I mean, I've watched this multiple times, obviously, and I watched this live in my living room uh, when it happened in 2001. But. Uh, you know, I watched it serious like uh, this last couple of days in preparation for the show. So, totally uh, serial. Look forward, totally forward to talking about it. I look forward to talking about I'm totally serial. Man I'm bear serial. Fucking serial right now. <laughs> uh, well, sh- yeah, I mean, when you're talking about this, you, you look at the players in the game here. This is pretty hard not to call the best WrestleMania ever. Some people have, you know, there are people out there. I think Jess talked about last time. They just want to fight it and say that 19 is the best, but. I think the majority of people this would is say the best. This, is, this is the best. Oh, are we going to have a moment? Are we going to kind of have a moment at the end of this to discuss that? This will come after the 19 episode. So, yeah, we can no, actually... I think uh, this will, yeah, come after the 19 episode. I don't know why I yeah. stuttered like that. I could just answer you directly. Sure, why not? Yeah. Um, so, that, we'll ask, let's answer that question at the end of this, which is which we think is better. 17. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, where are we, guys? Where what? is this bad? I've got Reliant Astrodome in Houston, Texas. Attendance was 67,925 people. Um, it was aight. You know, it's, a, it's an okay crowd. Up until the Donald Trump and Vince McMahon WrestleMania, 
This Why? was the highest uh, buy rated WrestleMania in history. Nice. And the first WrestleMania in Texas. Yes. Yes. There you go. And I, as a fan, I remember this fondly because this was the first time since WrestleMania eight that they were back at a dome. Um, they did one in oh, Madison wow. Square Garden. They did two in three separate venues. Three was their first Domania ever in Pontiac Silverdome. And then after that, they did smaller venues until Warrior and Hogan. They did in a dome. And then they, the last dome show that they did was uh, WrestleMania 8, which was Sid and Hulk and Flair and Savage. And they did not go to a dome until this mania. And I remember as a fan in 2001, it made me feel like I was back in that time in the 80s because I was... In a weird way, we were kind of used to domes. Even if you talk about all the manias, there's only three of them that were in domes, like within the first uh, 16. Um, but for some odd reason, I remember mania being like a dome kind of show, even though, again, like I said, now they're in domes every single year. But back yeah. then, I always thought of it as a dome show, even though I just could say them out loud and the majority was not in a dome. But when it came back here, it really everybody's favorite, uh, Dave Meltzer, um, Describe oh, the WrestleMania. The describe the WrestleMania, and I know everybody has mixed feelings about him, but I liked his description of this mania. This WrestleMania was a love letter to the Attitude Era, and I think it, it that is a perfect description of how this mania played out. So when I saw it in a dome, oh, yeah. we're going to get to the gimmick battle royal later. That was Vince's <laughs> way of finally letting down like his guard because they just bought WCW literally a week before this pay per view. They the purchase <laughs> went through final. So I think even though the gimmick battle royal was already planned, I think Vince already knew that WCW's done. Like even before he had the chance to buy it, I think he was like, it's over. So I <laughs> I I Red like wall, this yeah. mania and the tone because I felt like they were just like, fuck it. Like we could finally let our guard down. The competition's done. It's been done for over a year. It, they haven't been real competition for us. And uh, everything about this mania makes me feel good. It, it really is a love letter to the Attitude Era and the kind of exclamation point at the end of that period that mirrored the rock and 80s era that re-revolutionized wrestling you know this was the and you're gonna see the people who are involved it's like it's like yeah. fireworks if a card could be fireworks like this was fireworks like it was just my uh, big star big star big star like you know it was it was amazing my shitty review that i will you know really upset you with in a minute says that jim Ross well and Paul no Hammond no so, so set the set the stage for that dave did not watch this dave has seen wrestlemania i've seen it a ton of times but, but he I, did not re-watch it recently for the didn't rewatch it either so, so what dave's gonna do is dave is going to in place of his opinion he's gonna read some fucking reviewer out there uh from 2015 you said you got it yeah that's right. what we're gonna do it's gonna be fun so we're not gonna uh, name uh, who it, it is but he's gonna read I, someone who reviewed it and, uh, yeah, I didn't get to watch it because the I, I power was out. Think this is this is fun when we do it. But it says that Jim Ross and Paul Heyman are commentary. Is that the only commentators? We we're not split here. Just want to make no, sure. we're not. We're not brand. Uh, split we're not yet. branded. Okay, good. No. Who's uh who's announcing this bad boy? Who's the ring announcer? I it was Finkel. Still Fink, right? Because nineteen yeah. was Fink too. So I <laughs> yep. assume it was still Fink. Okay. Finky, Finky Poo. <laughs> Finky Poo. But I, yeah, I don't know um, if you guys just want to dive right into it or not. I guess we could definitely talk at the end because. Well, like, why don't said, you tell us about just, the dark uh, match, Jess? What's going on? I'm not going to tell fucking shit. So the dark match <laughs> is. Uh, what was it? X, oh, X Factor, yeah. who was X just Factor. incredible in X-Pac. And let me tell you, I wow. like the X. At this time, this is when it developed X-Pac heat. And for those people who don't know what X-Pac heat means, 
It means get the fuck off my television, which is not good. <laughs> for some odd reason, for like this two-year span, X-Pac fell into this category where people are like, oh, fucking this guy. Like, and I don't know why. X-Pac is so fucking criminally underrated. He's so good. Yeah, he's so he's really talented. Um, but he had a cool, I love the name, the X-Factor. It was just incredible and X-Pac. And I, I like just incredible because he made his yes. name in ECW and, and ECW. ECW went out of business around this time as well. They didn't announce it yet. Uh, the sale of WCW was announced before the bankruptcy of ECW. But the fact that Paul Heyman's commentating here, like everybody fucking knew, ECW's done. Um, but it, they hadn't gone official yet in bankruptcy at this point. But they're very WrestleMania. Montoya. In the dark match, X Factor defeated uh, Grandmaster Sexay and Steven Blackman in two minutes and 42 seconds. Oh, Why Blackman. even march him out for a dark match at That's that point? That's hilarious. Two minutes. Poor Blackman, bro. Yeah, their entrances. The entrances that, took three minutes. And, 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 and then, yeah, in the dark. Yeah. This was the production crew's time to rehearse real quick, by the way. Like, before it went live, they're like, let's just fucking fuck yeah. with the entrances. And that's all it is. <clears throat> Which I just want to say, production-wise, there is no messed minute. There is no wasted time at all in this. I, I was watching this, uh, looking to typically, when you like, watch back WrestleManias, fast forward a lot of like the backstage stuff. This flows so quick. It just quick interview backstage back to the ring. Like they do not mess around. There's 11 matches yeah. in three hours and 45. And I really like the pacing and how they didn't like mess with a lot of, God, they had they, the access segment, but it was great. That's, that's what we call high and tight, bro. Yeah. Wish they did. That's that exactly what I know. <clears throat> now it's six hours. They don't give a shit. Whoa. Uh, so the Whoa. opening battle, now it's going to be the, two days, but yeah. Down. Yeah. The opening bout is for the WWF Intercontinental Championship. The champion Christopher Jericho defeated William Regal to defend the Intercontinental Championship. Seven minutes, eight seconds. I gave it a thumbs in the middle. It wasn't spectacular, but it was a solid match. Regal's chest was redder than a goddamn stop sign after Jericho chopped him. Um, I thought that the reason why I gave it a thumbs in the middle is because the ending was anticlimactic. He hits the lion salt and he gets a pin that you... The way the pin was paced and the way Regal was laying there, I was like, he's going to kick. And I was like, oh, he didn't. Okay. Yeah. Like, and it was Did Jericho kinda... hurt his shoulder? That's what, that was what I thought he would, like, it was legit Maybe. injury. <clears throat> they end, like, that's such a straight, for an opener, it was such a uh, weird ending. Yeah. So I give it a thumbs in the middle. Craig, go ahead. I same thumbs in the middle. I, I read a lot of reviews and Meltzer liked it and everyone thinks it's a great match. I was underwhelmed by it because... I love Regal and I, he, you know, he goes off the top and does like a little um, hip toss off the top rope to Jericho in this, but like it's, it didn't, it didn't get me psyched and it ended weird. And I don't, I expected more and sad cause I love Regal. Um, but yeah, thumbs in the middle. I couldn't give this a thumbs up. I'm scoring by hurting his shoulder again. The leg is hooked. And that's it. What a gut check for Chris Jericho. Which sets the tone for like interesting, you know, kind of build up to this. Jericho peed in Regal's tea. He did. That's right. Was going to attack him. He did on the build up. Just yeah. Because do you want to rate it? Yeah, I mean, I'm going by by memory here. I actually did enjoy this match. Um, I power went out, so I didn't get to watch it today. But uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed the match. I remember this one because then also Regal had an opening match with the same for the Intercontinental Championship the next year, right? With the RVD? 18, yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I remember, yep. yeah, both matches being good. So I'm going off memory, though. Jericho and Regal was a good match, but I can't give, you know, specific details on the ending as far as being anticlimactic. David, was your goddamn reviewer? Um, really, hey, it was a really fun opener. 
Could have been it? better if it got more time, but it was still damn good. Yeah. Hey, Jericho sold the arm well. Regal looked like a genius heel by targeting it, and there was some fun offense throughout. Yeah. It was the genius. crowd was red hot too. Yeah, they three, weren't red hot. Three and a half. to be stars. a genius to target an injured arm. Three, three, three. <laughs> 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 I love yes. it. You guys just attack it so hard. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Three, three and a half. You're a genius stars. when you do what a heel's supposed to do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just review Dave's review of the guy that reviewed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's horseshit. That's what Cuz yeah. wants to say. Hey, douchebag. Oh, of course so you good. go after the arm that's injured. Oh. We really don't know what we're dealing with here, man. <laughs> that's right, so, Terry. We right. don't know what we're dealing Dave, with. Dave, do you want to do the goddamn back? Didn't Shane McMahon come in a limo? Yeah, uh, that, that's that's what I that's what I heard. Shane McMahon arrives in a limo with a WCW1 license plate. He barely gets a pop because, well, he's the face. But he bought WCW, who was the enemy. Hmm, weird. The oh, this, APA. Fucking, this fucking smarter than <laughs> the room <Are> in, reviewer. <laughs> Jesus. The APA are in their hmm, hmm. office. But WCW, this <laughs> isn't that. And that's yeah. why the pop is weird. Or maybe they had the audio down a lot. I don't know. As a 12-year-old, I have booking figured out. And I say. And I know what's supposed to happen. The APA are in their office, and Bradshaw is hyped because WrestleMania is in his Oh, fuck him and his rehearsed fucking promo. It's the same town where blah, 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 blah. He pumps up for stars. And don't forget. Jess, explain the interview and the vignette in the setting. So they were. this is their classic where they're back playing. They're on the round table in the back, and they're playing cards, and they have the cool, the funny door, just the frame of the door set up because that's their APA office. And Jacqueline's back there, and she's smoking a cigar. And they're playing oh, poker. Oh, yeah. good for her. And I guess, uh, you know, he was, uh, Bradshaw was annoyed that Jacqueline and uh, Ron Simmons <laughs> weren't, you know, hyped up for it being WrestleMania. And, and JBL's from Texas, so he gives this whole speech it's about Is that why he was annoyed? You know, that's, oh. why, that's why I'm annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Softbody, uh, JBL. Like oh, up there. wow. Fucking- Man, don't worry about it. Look, hey, I'll tell you what, drink a beer. Look at Jacqueline. Relax, baby. Relax, my ass. You know what place we're in? This is where I used to come with my daddy and watch Bob Phillips in his cowboy hat because his mama said don't wear a hat indoors. Calling the place for King the Snake Saber to hand off to the Tyler Rose, Earl Campbell. While 70,000 people chanted, love you, blood. This is the same place. A big corn-fed boy from Alvin, Texas. Pillsbury Doughboy physique I, like up there. I, wow. I, I, Sorry, I, I hate I, I fucking I hate you. I feel like I'm insulted when you say that because I'm Mr. Softbody. Yeah, but you're not up there going, hey, up here. And then you don't go and bully people and be a piece of shit. So you're fine. <laughs> And then get knocked out by Joey Styles. I'm just, I'm just yeah, get knocked so out by Joey Styles. And then, oh uh, my God. so basically, yeah. So they did the whole thing, and then he's like, "Let's go." And Robin Simmons said, "Like something, something, something," because I couldn't understand him when he walked by. And so, damn, so, this is what damn. And yeah. he walked out. So the next match damn. is Taz and the APA. Uh, they defeated right to censor uh, in a six-man tag team match. Only with three Jacqueline and, and Steve seconds, Richards, right? with Jacqueline's heaving chest. Whoa. Uh, coming out to the ring, <laughs> uh, which is Whoa. totally fine, which is totally fine. She, uh, three, she was beautiful. Wow. She was. Three minutes and 52 seconds is all it took for the APA and Taz to win. This was a really, it was really a kind of a tight, fun brawl. I didn't have a yeah. problem with it. I was just still interested again. Like, why is it only three fucking and some odd minutes? Like, but they went out there. APA uh, beat the shit out of him. So did Taz. And there you go. And right to censor, I say it every time. They're so underrated. They I didn't are. even appreciate him. I, I love this group. And I didn't even appreciate him until... I go back and watch stuff now with them, and I'm like, God, man, like they were really good. Stevie Richards is so fucking good on the mic, and he's so yeah. again. We never talked about him back then because he was just Raven's lackey for a long time, and, and the then Blue World Order. Just, 
Yeah, but he did, yeah, he did so many good stuff. Like, he was such yeah, a good... Uh, and he teaches wrestling right now, so he's uh, mm-hmm. really gifted in the ring, too. I really love Stephen Richards. Yeah, I never thought I'd ever ring. like a Bull Buchanan move or match in my life, but he was... He I had really, some cool moves. I couldn't take Walkins. my eyes off him here. I give it a thumbs in I the middle, only because years. it wasn't longer, and, and I'm not saying I want it to be, like, 17 minutes or something like that, but, I mean, it was... Just, thumbs in the middle it was fun. It was just a quick brawl, and it got Taz and EPA over, and there you go. Hmm. So, go ahead, Craig. Sorry. Boom. Great. Same. I enjoyed it. I'd even give it a thumbs up um, for three minutes and 13 seconds or whatever it was. Like they packed a lot in and it was it was fun. I, I have 353, Craig. Um, oh, sorry. sorry. Guys, what are you rating? Sorry. Um, yeah. Godfather misses the former hoe train. So Bradshaw bounces off the ropes and connects on the clothesline from hell for the one, two, three. Nothing special, but kept short. So it was inoffensive because it was short. It was never really slow. Oh, it was exactly what right it there. should have been. Two stars. Yeah, you said you, you might as well say because it was short, it wasn't long. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> idiot. No, I was with you him idiot. the first two sentences. It wasn't and then... offensive. Well, it's great, great. Just trying was to supposed to be offensive. Fucking smart. Despite being short, <sighs> I'm glad it was short. Being short sometimes <laughs> the best approach. This match was short, although packed a lot of short and short. Have you heard of the story of the rabbit and the hare? Um, <laughs> being the opposite of long, this short match was good that it was short. Uh, what's the next backstage? We have another Trish Stratus wheels oh. Linda McMahon around when Stephanie McMahon interrupts to be her annoying self. Stephanie asks her to, uh, when they win, have uh, champagne and strawberries. And then if Trish could crush the ice with a spoon, it's the ice is better that way. I actually kind of chuckled at Stephanie. <laughs> I hated her a little. Stephanie was great. Her crimp hair, but Stephanie's funny. I'm going to try that later. I'm going to crush ice with a spoon and see if it tastes better. So the uh, next match is a triple threat match for the Yes, now this match, I remember. This match was 9 minutes and 17 seconds. It was Kane against uh, Raven, who was the reigning hardcore champion and the big show. Kane would defeat uh, Raven to win the hardcore championship here. Um, This was fucking fun. And the backstage stuff, I can't describe it. The golf cart thing made me laugh so hard. Yes. Uh, I don't know why, because Raven was just... it's like he knew it was like, this is ridiculous, right? And I'm in there with two giants. So, like, Raven just totally, he was. It's still real to me, <laughs> he was He was so transparent and funny here, Raven. And, like, uh, he took some shit, though. Like, he took a lot of bumps. And then he got thrown yeah, he through did. the window. The hardcore champion. <laughs> Raven being choked by Kane. <laughs> Kane got a garden hose. <laughs> Awesome. And then the whole stage thing There's was a, nicely done when Kane kicked him with when he was on Big Show's back and they both go falling down off the stage. It was good. I give it a thumbs up. The shit was fun. Craig, go ahead. Yeah. Yep. Also, a definite thumbs up. Uh, they obviously um, took some pre planning to get this done. All the backstage stuff was solid. 
extra rooms, windows. Uh, Raven, I I always was indifferent about him, but you could in this match uh, he took a he was a lot of fun. Uh, took a lot of bumps, and then even funnier than him riding the golf cart is there's a moment where he gets in the golf cart, and then Kane and the ref follow in a golf cart, even though they're probably yeah. only ten yards, like five yards away. And then that in uh, ends with him uh, actually Raven getting hit by the golf cart. So yeah. it's all such fun. Uh, yeah, I, we're big sure. I give it a thumbs up because I give it a thumbs up because I do remember this match. It's a very underrated uh, triple threat. For well, you know, hardcore rules, but uh, yeah, I, the action was all over the place. It was fun. I loved seeing. It was Kane. Did he wrap? He wrapped like a hose around Raven, right? And then threw him through the window, yeah. chucked him through the yes, window. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. And then the golf cart and everything. Yeah, uh, great match. I give it a thumbs up. One of the Worked last hard. years. Poor, poor Raven. <laughs> I guess, I, yeah, poor Raven. A unique match to say the least. I love that oh, it was different than everything else. Excuse me, to say the least. Let me. He takes a sip of his tea with his pinky up. To say the least. I I love that it was different than everything else on the card, and they didn't treat it as a throwaway match. It was fun, never dull, and one of my all-time favorite So we watched the whole thing and then went back in time and then kind of wrote this? Is that what he's... (laughs) He's not watching it live? Piece of Um, stupid shit. Well, 2015 is when he wrote it, yeah. My all-time favorite hardcore title matches... Three and a quarter stars. Oh, well, five stars. Oh, Dave, what's the next segment? Backstage, Kurt Angle is obsessively rewatching himself, tapping out to Chris Benoit. Edge and Christian come into chat, but Angle is too focused because it wasn't an official match. It's not an official tap out in his mind. Good stuff. The next match is <laughs> Edward Guerrero. Stuff. Eddie Guerrero with Perry Saturn challenging test for the European test, championship. Test, test. Uh, eight minutes and 30 seconds. Eddie Guerrero will defeat test here and win the European championship. This is so hard for me I to know. say, but uh, it just didn't click. I felt like the booking, like when they faced off at the beginning of the match, test is such a fucking giant next to He's Guerrero. He was it awesome. Was dis- by the it way. was distracting. And I did like test. It's funny. I know he doesn't get too. like the respect he deserves, but he looked, he was massive here. I mean, he looked great. He always had a good look and everything. And they tried hard. And Eddie was actually close to getting let go by the company here uh, because of issues. Because I remember he, he had like because he lies in cheats and steals. He lies oh, in cheats and steals. Yeah. Uh, right. hmm. And it's it's. I always say it too. You know, I always praise him uh, in our WrestleMania 19 preview. I went crazy about praising him. Uh, but when man, it hurts my soul when I see an Eddie Guerrero match that doesn't click. And this was one of them. Um, only because I have such a high standard for him and uh, what he does in there. And I know he was dealing with a lot of personal shit and stuff backstage. And like I said, he was real close to getting let go here for a couple of years in WWE before he came back and, and righted the ship. Uh, I gave the match thumbs down. It never got out of set, first gear for me. Um, I'm glad he won, but like I could just tell like he was struggling to carry test and the sides difference was weird and, they didn't play it like a giant versus small man, like where Tess just bumped him all over the place. They really didn't, and they should have, because I think that would have been the right thing to do. And Saturn could have gotten involved and, you know, uh, had the two-on-one advantage, and that's how Eddie wins. It was just too distracting for me. Really, every time they stood straight up next to each other, I was like, God damn, Tess is huge, and Eddie is so not. So, like, it, it was unfortunate. I give it a thumbs down. I know I'm probably going to be the minority on that one, and I love Eddie, but uh, I just felt that way about this match when I watched it. Craig? 
Chess, uh, I'm about to challenge you. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually like this a lot, and it's not because of test, and I don't think I've ever enjoyed a test match. Oh. Uh, and I, I, I give this all to Eddie Guerrero uh, and carrying this and making test the best I've ever kind of seen him. Uh, and it's because Eddie took test, 75% of the damage. and t- Eddie got destroyed in this and then came up with the win. And I, I think I, I'm only giving it a thumbs up because I was so pleasantly surprised by it, not remembering this at all, um, seeing Eddie take the damage that he did. And I was like, man, it's funny that you said he was almost gone from the company after this. He looked a bit reckless and he was just not, um, almost not himself, like not as tight as he was, but he carried Test and took a lot of crap to make Test and then still squeaked out the win. So I actually, I liked it. I give it a thumbs up. Are we split hairs sorry, here? Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, cuz I was gonna say, Dave, what's the name of the review you're you're uh, reading from? Uh, the Chad Tyler blog. I, I thought I was <laughs> supposed to reveal that. Um, oh, it. Uh, what does it start with? What's the what's the wrestling what's news? Random network reviews WrestleMania X7. Okay. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I think it's only fair since I didn't watch it, but there's certain matches I do remember. Uh. For matches I don't, I think I'll read another reviewer's review. I feel bad if we you know, shit on someone's review, but I'm, I'm not going to say the name of it, everybody. but it's different from what you know. Um, so here we go. But any, here, any, anywho, what? A, a unique match, to say the least. I love that it was different. Oh, hold on. <laughs> this is hardcore. Hmm? Yeah, I got to get back to where I was. Oh, shit. Well, hold wow. on then. I'm going to read this one. This is another reviewer. Much better than I remember it oh, being. Geez, Both you're gonna guys got to look good. And Eddie goes old school as the heel needing a ton to beat the face. Solid wrestling mixed with good booking made this enjoyable at two and three <laughs> no. quarter star. I fucking hate this kid. <laughs> what do you got, Cuz? Sorry, I didn't mean to talk about you. No, that's but right. I, but I still it's a, di- it's a different review. Mm-hmm. Two and a half stars. Kind of agrees with Craig here. Here we go. Nice match. They put Eddie in there because he was an elite worker and they wanted to see if he could pull a good match out of a young big guy like Tess. I would have liked to see Eddie have a better opponent to have had a classic match. He was really on his game here. It would have been nice if they ditched this match. In the see, now that I'm on the Eddie other side, <laughs> now that yeah, I'm on the exactly. other side, I'm getting really, I'm getting really angry. <laughs> now I totally yeah. understand. It's annoying, it's just, isn't it, Dave? I'm only getting here yeah. for matches <laughs> I don't remember. Dave, it's really annoying, isn't it, Dave? Asshole. Oh, God. Uh, what, uh, only for matches another, I don't remember. Mick Foley, uh, Mick Foley is interviewed about being the special referee in the McMahon street fight later. He gets in a cheap pop because he's cool like that. <laughs> he is. <laughs> uh, you go? The <laughs> next match is a singles match. Uh, Kurt Angle <laughs> defeated Chris Benoit. Yeah, this match I remember. 14 minutes and four seconds. Chris and Benoit. The year before. Uh, was it the year before? Yeah, the year before at Mania 2000, they had that uh, three-way. Jericho, Benoit, and Angle for the European NIC title. And I remember being a little underwhelmed by that. This was the first singles match that Curtis Angle and Benoit had. I know they kind of dabbled Curtis. on SmackDown and stuff before to set this match up. But um, I've I've read other people say that this was the quote unquote worst. And, and that word sounds way harsher than it needs to be of, their uh, of, of all their matches, because we would know that they would just continuously put out a major matches. But this match was 14 minutes and four seconds. I loved this goddamn match. Like, I loved it. 
I love the amateur style stuff in the beginning. Angle's yes. eyes were legitly puffed yeah. because like you, every time he stood up, like I was, he was just, they were going at it very hard with each other. Ben, this was Ben as a Benoit fan uh, from Japan and WCW. When you finally got his like time in WWF, I loved this match because I knew it was a test for him. I knew that they were actually letting him do what he did. And obviously he had to kind of slow his style down as like the years went on. And then he would eventually win the world title in 2004. But I love the fact that they finally, I think they were trying to let Benoit in here, if that makes sense. Let him into the club. And what better person? And then you see Angle, uh, who would later on this year win his first world title, uh, was just already amazing. Like, like, how good was Angle here? He was only in the company for like two years at this point, and he was fucking stellar. He's amazing. Um, this match was just fucking great, and they slowly built it. It's a regular singles match. No gimmicks. Nothing like no titles on the line or anything. And the crowd was still into it 100 percent. Was this like the quote unquote worst match of all their matches after this? OK, I mean, I agree with that. But you got the world. The word worst sounds worse than it is. They were just feeling each other out here and they put together like a mat classic. They just wrestled and when in doubt, just wrestle. And I loved it. I absolutely loved this match. It was awesome. Uh, Craig, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so that was a thumbs middle then, or that was a goddamn thumbs up. Not only we've talked about it before, go back in the archives and listen to the Legacy of Kurt Angle, but um, not only does he make Benoit here, and not only does he show the intensity of of dude that you can tell, like he, in the he first makes Benoit, uh, couple not to, minutes, he makes Benoit, but in Benoit's been wrestling for 10, 15 years at this yeah. point, that whatever. But you have to, you have to prove Benoit's the problem, right? And, but that makes Benoit point by WWE, part, I guess. Yeah, Kurt Angle was WWE, and like he was only yeah. in the business for two years, and he made Benoit. I agree with that statement. I just so profound. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, uh, and, and but a couple of seconds before they started, he Kurt Angle is doing comedy and talking and shitting on Texas. With a microphone yeah. on his entire way down the ring. Yeah, fantastic. So he goes from that to to switch the mindset to complete intensity, matching like emotion to emotion with Benoit, and it's just kind of like killer attitude. It's a great match. Um, it's it, it's it's intense. Like that's intensity was all about Kurt. Like this was this was this was a good match. Again, the white lock and the low blow. Angle got the low blow in. Armbar take them in Angle! Angle with Angle hit tights! Angle got the crown, but I think he had the top of the Kurt Angle! Kurt Angle has defeated Chris Benoit at WrestleMania! But by God, I think Angle pulled Benoit's tights! Cuz, you want to read your reviewer, Dave? No, I remember this one. So, yeah, this... This, I think, and I think it was one of the first ones of their, or actually, this is their first pay per view one out of their, uh, their, you know, their, yeah, their yeah. many matches. I think the Unforgiven one is my favorite match, but this one was really good. Uh, Craig, yeah, Kurt Angle, when he came out and made fun of the cowboy hats and, uh, just all of the suplexes, the counter holds. I think even Paul Heyman said something like, oh, it was one of the best, you know, display of counters and holds I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah one, it, it's one of my favorite matches. Not, you know, I, I like the Unforgiven one the best. I think that is still probably considered their best, too, by a lot of people. Um, but this match, it's thumbs up all the way for me. If you had to put a rating on this match, like a Meltzer rating, where would you guys put it? Five. I would say five star. Yeah, I was going to say four and a half and to five. That's why you're yeah, I, get, I guess you're right. And that's why you're going to get really upset right oh, now. Oh, wow. Awesome Dude. stuff here. Great. Also Fuck much better camp. than I remember. Then we go on to have better matches for sure. 
But the booking here is pitch perfect. Benoit looks like the best wrestler in the world, and Angle still manages to win as a smarmy hill. Three and three quarter stars. If it's pitch, if it's perfect, then how? What? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking makes sense. Yeah, and they and they didn't flub at all. Like so, if it, the, the booking is pitch perfect, and they didn't flub at all. How is this but, not like a four star? Yeah. Three and three quarter. Three I'm, and three quarters. I'm, I'm a milter. Wants to be I'm cool. a milter wannabe. So it's cool. all pitch good. perfect. One star. might as well William Regal is freaked out backstage because Kamala or for the rest of you it's Kamala going forward (laughs) so just know that has trashed his office that's it it just hypes the gimmick battle royal I guess uh, then we get clips of WWF that's exactly what it does what do you mean I guess Oh, I guess it uh, sets up the match that he's actually in later. I don't know. Like, fucking yes. Yes. That's why they I did it because Kamala's in the fucking battle royal uh, later, you dumb asshole. Like, yeah, just going, going like forward. I, wanna, I, wanna going I give this segment a three and three quarter star because I don't know about why he was there. Like, I guess. Going forward. I guess to Kamala, promote the match um, he was that, in. I don't know. Fucking this, dumb shit. I don't know who Kamala, Kamala. the Ugandan Hunter is as uh, I only started watching oh, wrestling a year ago. Then we get clips uh, of the WWF doing Dave, stuff. I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry but, um, yeah. my wife was watching this with me, and Kamala's standing on the tables, uh, holding up a picture, a photo of the Queen of England, and like slapping his belly. And That's my wife funny. was like, "Oh, this doesn't hold up." I was like, "Yeah, you're right, sweetie. It <laughs> yeah, absolutely it does. does not." <laughs> it does. He's holding it up right there. Wrestling got away with uh, with a lot of things. And Kamala yeah. is not with us anymore. So then we nice. then we get R.I.P. Bud. Then we get clips of WWF doing stuff in Houston over the week. Kurt Angle gets interviewed okay. backstage. So Benoit attacks him and puts him back in the cross. Physically. <laughs> mentally. <laughs> oh, God. So the next match uh, is uh, China. Go, go check the dogs around the back of the yard. China defeated Ivory. Uh, who was the reigning WWF women's champion here, but China wins the title in a long marathon match. Two minutes and 39 seconds. Uh, You know, I've been listening a lot to Jim Ross's podcast lately with Conrad, and uh, during this time, China was not happy with her contract, and she was not very happy. China did not want to wrestle women, and so she was really upset that she had to be downgraded in her mind to actually wrestle in the women's division. So China was a bit of a diva backstage, but China physically looked great here to me. Uh, Ivory is awesome. We always talk about what an underrated heel she was. She was so fucking funny, even though the punches to the back of China's neck looked awful, like at the beginning of this match, but that's fine. She was trying to respect China. She didn't want to fucking hurt her. Um, Like she would have hurt China. But anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, it was a real quick squash match, which I'm not a fan of on WrestleMania. China wins and... Jim Ross just has been saying recently in this podcast, it was all to protect Joni. It was all to protect Joni. So she was <laughs> pitching a bitch fit and politicking back from what Jim Ross says. Because, because as you know, Joni loves Chachi. So. She <laughs> loves Joni Chachi. Loves Chachi. <laughs> so I, 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 I hate to say this. I give it a thumbs down because like, Aww. I wish they would have put more effort into it. They had a storyline behind it where they yes. fought each other or a rumble. And then China did the, you know, the her little uh, kind of copy to Muda thing where she threw someone in the corner and then she cartwheels into them and she, like, quote unquote, hurt her neck in the same fashion of where, like, Steve Austin, or not Steve Austin, my uh, neck. Uh, Shawn Michaels, you know, when he did the whole, he kicked uh, Owen Hart and then he just passed out because he had a concussion from the Marines like a week before or whatever. 
or whatever. I, maybe I'm mixing stories because Michael's lies so much. I'm pretty sure. But, I'm pretty sure Sean lost his smile, and that was the down. But uh, but yeah, I lost that's my what, smile, Vince. it was kind of to copy that or whatever. So this whole story build up and everything, and I think they barred right to censor from ringside, so it was just China and Ivory one on one. So are, are you saying that right to that censor it was a squash, got censored? They did. They got sent the oh, shit yeah. censored out of them. So the I get, I understand the story that they told, and that's why it was so quick because one on one Ivory's no match for China. I'm like, then don't do it at WrestleMania and put it for two minutes then because it kind of degrades Maybe you everything. Put that on Raw, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I give it a thumbs down because I just I felt it could have been more. Nah. Don't ban right to nah. censor. Let him come down. Let let China throw the men around right to get the crowd popping or whatever. And then she finally gets Ivory at the end of the match and pins her. Like that's okay. She can still express her dominance there. So I just Jim Ross's words like you could have uh, all to you protect really China, had, like uh, a no disqualification match Jim. where China was going to interfere, get interfered with a lot. Yeah, and, and then she but she thwarts all. She all. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Yeah, Stephen Richards will Craig. take bumps. Stephen Richards will take bumps all over the place for you. Like he'd be great at it. I'm, I'm going to be Craig to you in he this match. He let Trish Stratisfaction her to him <laughs> two years later, right? I'm going to be Craig to you in this match, like he was with Eddie and Test. Okay. Right to censor was feuding with everybody the year before, and we actually reviewed a pay per view not too long ago where China fought Val Venus, long standing feud from back then. Everyone was waiting for right to censor, especially Ivory because of her character, the way she played it, to get you know her comeuppance. And what better way to do it at WrestleMania? China, obviously, like you said, no uh, Ivory, no match for China. That was that was what it was with right there. I give it a thumbs well, up. I'm not going to give it a thumbs up. I'm saying I'm not saying the. The the whole banning them and then making it one on one and then making the squash match I, I, is pointless yeah. to me. Like tell the story, let her throw some men around. That'll get everybody popping. Yeah. If she wants to protect herself, let her let her beat three men and Ivory. Okay, like that's fine with me. The men got to come up on just earlier. a couple more minutes of the match and she gets to do it. Like that's that's what she wanted. So why wouldn't they just be like, okay, cool then. Uh, Stephen Richards and Valvinus run down there and take a few bumps for her, get the crowd yeah. going crazy, and then the, guy, the guys got their comeuppance earlier in the six man and now. The woman yeah. of right to censor, or the woman of right to censor, got her comeuppance in this. Whoa. So anyway, Craig, go ahead. Uh, yeah, thumbs down. Only, uh, yeah, you got to please Joni, but um, I think it, it just disrespected Ivory. She's a great wrestler. She, yeah, she I thought when when Ivory took the advantage in the very beginning, we were going to have a bit of a 50-50 match, and then that was the last flurry she kind of had, and then she just got destroyed, and then China. Almost not taking care of her. Like, does a uh, warrior kind of drop down on her and she fucking mm. she falls hard and then nonchalantly pins her? Like, it's I don't know. Like, I just Thank uh, you. thumbs down. If she was Thank a locker room kind of cancer, do what you got in, in, in the back or trying to protect her. But like, they could have make it make it more fifty fifty. Would have been a much much better match. It didn't do any not, of those two. Not fifty fifty as in better. like they made it seem like Ivory was equal to China. I have no problem with them showing China's right. dominance because she was obviously noticeably bigger. And yeah. right. She but but yeah, like bring the right to censor out there to throw that foil yeah. in there. But then she beats all she clotheslines them all over the top rope or whatever. And then like it just backfires on Ivory. And that was that was Ivory's last ditch effort to fucking fiend, you know, push China off and doesn't matter. Then China gets her and squashes or whatever like i don't know i they could have done it better because i used to be a booker so someone's in the middle oh yeah you were that's right yeah oh dave did you uh, write that blog that dave's read yeah like the six man four and eight quarter stars man this (laughs) match did it for me classic this was exactly what it was it wasn't perfect but five china was to crush the annoying right to censor woman not a good match at all five five stars Uh, uh, one half one half star He gave it one half star. Okay. One one half. I mean, at oh, least I agree with the rating. Then. 
Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just have it on Superstars then. Oh, it's Saturday morning at 10 a.m. That, that's not out of the realm of possibility. Uh, David, next backstage segment. Uh, light. No, we don't have that. We don't have Superstars it. Superstars wasn't even around back then. It's <laughs> stupid. It's stupid analysis. So the next match is uh, the beginning of the marquee matches here. Uh, Shanathan McMahon. Uh, took on his father, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. This match, uh, right Stephanie and a uh, comatose uh, Linda with Trish pushing in a wheelchair. <laughs> uh, so the whole story up to this, I don't remember. It was some kind of drug mixture, like uh, because Vince had been promiscuous or whatever, and he's Vince, yeah. and a genetic jackhammer. Linda went into a depression, and and I Vin, didn't Vince fuck with her medication or something like that because he's having an affair with Trish, an affair on screen. Maybe in real life. I don't know. Anywho. Yeah, you can go ahead and uh, take those quote uh, hands off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so basically, uh, the, the whole thing was like Linda just goes into depression. I can't remember if he changes her medication or what. But she so she's been comatose for like like yeah, three weeks leading up to this. And uh, so Trish is just wheeling her around in a wheelchair with Linda sitting like uh, Robert De Niro from Awakening. Uh, so basically, <laughs> like it, 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 Shane steps in and he wants to stop the tyranny of his father. Stephanie, of course, is a daddy's girl and she's got to be in Vince's corner. So uh, Mick Foley was made the special guest referee to make sure everything's fair. Um, so I have my opinions about Shane McMahon. I hate the fact that Shane McMahon does high, super high spots because I like wrestlers to look like they're better athletes than us because I think that that creates the illusion of we can't do that which is why we want to worship someone or I don't want maybe worship's the wrong word, but we want to look up to someone or whatever. So when Shane McMahon, not a good physique, and I'm not saying he was out of shape here. I'm saying not a good physique because he's a normal looking person here compared to other athletes and wrestlers uh, gets in there and does a bunch of shits like the coast to coast and stuff. I, I hate it. Like I've always disliked it. I've never gotten that about Shane. He's willing to jump off a building. That's cool. He's brave and shit. Um, but I guess he felt he had to do it because he had to prove to his dad really a little bit of real life here. He probably felt fuck. Okay. I think he did it more of a tribute. I think I shit on Shane a little bit more than I should, because I think the reason why Shane does this stuff is because he's like, dude, these athletes are going to disrespect me. Like they're going to be like, you fucking, you're the boss's kid. Of course, you know, you're going to whatever. So Shane's like, fuck, I'll, then I'll jump off of the highest thing I can to show you guys that I respect you and want to do what you do. So with all that in mind and me going back and my opinion about Shane and everything, this match was fun. And I remember watching it 2001, Jess, this match was a fucking riot. Like it was great. And the storyline's ridiculous, but yet every moment the crowd hinged on, I'll never forget when Linda stood up at the end of the match and she came quote the unquote, pop out she of gets coma. she does. The place went nuts. Vince even obviously spread his legs more for her because he knew the crowd yeah. shot was coming. And I remember watching that live in 2001 and not caring because the crowd was so no. into it. They were into but the storyline. It was amazing. That's Vince's, bo that's Vince's botch, though, right? Like, he had to remember to open his legs a little bit. I don't think he needed to. Like, she knew what she had to do. But I think in his mind, again, it just shows He's what a up. perfectionist Vince is. Like, Vince wants everything perfect. So, uh, and then when, when Foley finally... Um, uh, started getting in there and going nuts or whatever. Like uh, the place went nuts. Everything was done really, really well in this match. And then, yes, Shane did do the coast to coast at the end, the putting Vince in the corner, trash can in his face, jumping from the opposite rope like RVD does uh, in the other side. And I have to give Linda credit when when he hit it, the way she exhaled and like just kind of the, the whole, you know, he's been cheating on me for years and whatever, just kind of the storyline paid itself off. This was beautiful. 
Um, and it was kind of shitty with the whole fact that Shane kind of owned WCW. And then they showed the luxury box upstairs with all the fucking C players in WCW up there. Because that's all the contracts oh, yeah. they could get at that yeah. point. There's no way. There is absolutely no way in hell Shane can do this. They actually um, forgot to cut to the box. Like, they didn't have a camera there or something when Shane called. Yeah, it was like a long-distance shot or something, wasn't it? Or He's something all, hey, like that. boys, like, say wait yeah. hi. And then, because then after that match, they did a whole bunch of close-ups in the uh, yeah. suite or whatever. But it, it was, was like, like, it was they, like Stacey Keebler and Sean Stasiak and a couple other, like, mid-card wrestlers there. And I was like, oh, whatever. Um, so the, the beginning of the botch of the Invasion Angle, by the way. Um, but overall, this match, a thunderous thumbs up, man. Like, it was really thunderous. fun to watch. And, like, yeah, it was thunderous. And uh, I liked it as corny as it was or whatever. Like it just goes to show when wrestling's hot and you're engaged and they, they're doing the right things. You are into whatever silly, ridiculous Linda in a coma storyline like they want to throw at you. It's like a soap opera. It's fun. I loved it, Craig. Yeah, um, much better than the 19 match, I think, with McMahon and Hogan. Only I think maybe because of because uh, of, of, le- I of length. I thought that I Hogan, don't know. we were talking McMahon, about that. The Hogan McMahon. Um, match was was too long in my opinion for 19 this was less impactful uh but shorter but it seemed like um to satisfy that crowd and the payoff of like linda like and to jess's point like what a cheesy soap opera angle to do it but i mean i i'm sure the entire creative team and i was thinking about this i was like why does everything he does work and i think it works because when you're the owner of the company and you get the best camera angles and the most planned out, like creative and the most telling of the story. Like um, this was just pitch perfect. Like Shane um, gets a welt on his eye early from his dad stands up to him. Linda. I mean, she's just like, she's no actress, but like she was, she played comatose. Great. She never really broke Vince when he was like picking her up and screaming at her. I was like, it's like Vince is kind of a dick to his wife. Like I bought into and that's Vince. That's and why Vince I is the forgot, greatest heel you know, of all we time. We all praised the whole, you know, Vince coming up from the apron, all bloody against Hogan. Oh my height. god, that's great! I forgot that Vince had that moment when Trish and Stephanie fought up the ramp, and Linda was all alone, still oh, comatose yeah. in the chair. And Vince looked up. He's like, "You, yeah, bitch. he's like, you like bitch. It was yeah. fucking." I laughed yeah. so hard. I was like, <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Like, yeah. he's so yeah. fucking funny. Like, and he, he picks her up, like, hard and throws yeah. her in the chair in the corner hard. Like, but when she yeah. stood up, 65,000 people, it was, it was, it was like rocking Austin. And yeah. I'm fine with that. Like, it was, God bless them. Like, it's their company. And like, and they take what they give. Great match. Sorry if I upset people with the comparison that it was better than 19. But um, love you, Craig. It, this it was, was great. not. You're a piece of shit. It was not. Uh, Whoa, Dave, <laughs> yeah. hey, read the review. No. It was a great miles book. better than it had any right to be. This was expertly booked with a storytelling, just Stop like the talking. other one. Vince, Throw the ultimate devil, gets his view on the big stage. <laughs> From Trisha's face turn to Linda standing up to Foley, 
getting involved. Standing up to Foley. Standing up. I'm sorry. To Linda standing up. To Foley getting involved because this guy doesn't know about rage. (laughs) To the sick ending and everything in between. This is how matches with non-wrestlers should be booked. Oh, three and a quarter star. (laughs) This was amazing. How it should be booked in three and a quarter star. All matches should be three quarter star. We get footage. Oh, sorry. Because you got to you got to rank this one, too, buddy. Yeah. Um, No, it was a great match. Um, All the drama. I mean, you guys, you know, how, how could people get into this soap opera drama? But everyone played their part. Fucking Vince, man. That's he's one of the main reasons why if he wasn't such a great heel and such a piece of shit on screen. I don't think anyone would have cared. And then, yeah, when Linda stands up, they go crazy for that. And Shane does the, you know, coast to coast. It was actually his first one that he did. Robin Ami actually said that Paul Heyman had said, because yeah. he saw uh, no one asked me permission. He's like, Paul Heyman just said, oh, I showed Shane your, your, the video of your Van all And I just asked him, could, could you do that move? And he said, yeah. But RVD said, he's all, you know, um, you know, I was happy, but I'm also surprised that not a lot of people have taken a lot of my moves. But uh, yeah, that was his first uh, Van Terminator. It, it was pretty good, though. You know, it was a good, it was a good uh, attempt at it, or good, good. Um, it was the first you know, time that like a broad audience, and it's ironic that they brought yes. RVD in what like four months later or five months later for the the invasion pay per view. Yeah, and then he started doing all that stuff, and it's like it sucked because the first time he did it. Everyone, I know all the hardcore WWF fans was like, he's copying Shane. I'm like, no, he's not fucking copying Shane. Oh, come on. Fuck. Meow. Like, God damn. No. Come on, meow. He invented all this stuff, fucking RVD. Like, he but, was that good. Damn. RVD was happy that, that he did that. But, um, but yeah, the whole, the, the match is great. I, RVD, I put it up there with the WrestleMania. So, do you mind if Shane, Shane O'Mac does it? Uh, no, I asked him if he could do it. He said yes, Rob. Yeah, uh, granted, Thumbs all my up. paychecks bounce to you. Could you imagine yeah, Rob just going to like, moves, just, but I, I, I can see because this is Rob's impression, like just. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he wouldn't give a shit. He's like, what, bro? This is cool. In that same interview, RVD said he was high 100% of the time for his matches. Fine by me because he's amazing. Before we move on from this, I just want to say the I got a emotional is not the word, but like uh, beyond the father son thing, there's a moment that I told when I'm talking about totally buying in when Linda hugs Shane at the very end when Shane rolls out. And I was like, oh, like I like I got goosebumps watching it back. That's how sold into the stupid bullshit I was. Thanks to Vince, because even though we know it's scripted, he has that ability To be such a yeah, shit you, as a heel bitch. on screen, what, it pulls what, you what, in. You're like, what, I want to see him get his man. One hundred percent. That's yeah. it. And especially, yeah, especially that's that why stuff. When the, people say uh, he's the greatest heel ever, he is the greatest heel ever. He, he is. is he looks at his wife and says, "You bitch." He was paid handsomely. It's, it's, it's not even, and it's not even the, close. By the way, it's not even close. The best heel ever, and it's not like really bleeding too. Close. Uh, it's that's where we kind of get what? upset that he's not on TV sometimes anymore. But it's like, God damn it, when he's on TV, it's like so good. And but he he just hates it. He hates being on television that's, when he does it. That's what, crazy. You when we, when we do our next uh, Halloween episode, I'm gonna be I'm just gonna be Vince. No. I'm gonna be hiding behind the table with blood right here. I'm every gonna, time I'm you do comment, the whole episode yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> every, every, time yeah every time you comment, you have to peer up. Thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> we get footage from Access where oh. resident hermaphrodite. Kevin Kelly interviews the Hardy Boys. What is that? Because the Rock. Uh, what the God. fuck? Because yeah. the Rock that's calls what, him that. 
That's what it says here. They hope TLC or does okay, hype TLC and say it's going to be their this last match right here battle. So the next match is for the WWF Tag Team Championships tables, ladders, and chairs match. Three teams: Edge and Christian with Rhino in their corner. The Dudley Boys uh, were the champions coming in here with Spike Dudley in their corner, and the Hardy Boys, uh, Matt and Jeff, with Lita in their corner. Uh, Fifteen minutes, forty-seven seconds. What the what the fuck do I say about this match? It's still talked about today. The spear edge spearing um, uh, Jeff. No, excuse me, Matt. No, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Edge spearing Jeff from the ladder when yes. Jeff was hanging on the the belt ring or that whatever is still spot. iconic. Everybody and everything in this shot. Then when you get all the corner people involved, Spike, Rhino, Lita. Lita took some sick bumps and everything. Rhino was nuts in here. Uh, thumbs up. What am I gonna? What am I gonna say? Thumbs in the middle. Like it's ridiculous. This match is still it. It arguably ruined tag team wrestling going forward because it set the bar so goddamn high that uh, we talked about it in past episodes. That if you had a regular tag match, people were like, "Oh, regular tag match, boring." Like, but yeah. I mean, they defined a whole generation. They changed the way people did spots in wrestling, and like, god damn it, like. This match was insane. I, I'm not even going to talk about the different spots because they were all brutal. It was insane. This crowd watching this many people go nuts for this match was just fucking just thrilling. Um. Oh, my God. And for the 21 ladder with a spear on Jeff Hardy. For the love of God, Jeff Hardy may be broken. Smack down in half. How much more? How much more can any of these three teams one and one quarter start. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. Thumbs up. It's fantastic. Craig, go ahead. What am I going to say? This match is great. So I don't. Ah, this is going to be tough. Um, you piece of Thumbs shit. down. I didn't. Um, the pacing. <laughs> the pacing. <laughs> the booking. The booking was. I can't. The booking was not pitch perfect. Uh, I couldn't even attempt to get through with a straight. I, uh, like, I really, I really to had to use the restroom and get a hot dog. God, I'm sorry. Uh, they really yeah, this messed was, uh, up. Obviously, the bathroom Two match, uh, one and one quarter star. I used to be an actor. Uh, <laughs> I was just gonna be like the pacing. I just, it just felt like a can I get my shit in match, like kind of a filler like entry to. I, you know, I just didn't no, think about, back about it. About it. No, uh, it, it should, go back and watch it. Fantastic. <laughs> they, they, yeah. That's what you sounded like. Back, right? <laughs> yeah. <Thinking> back, uh, <laughs> you know, it should have been the it should have been the dark match actually on this pay per view. Yeah. I don't know why. Oh, it was yeah, you know bodies. This has some of the greatest spots in the history of the should thing. Have been a show it's match. it's yeah. not even just a, a six guys. It's nine um, that come in, it's and amazing. it's amazing. It's I just don't know how these guys wake up and then do raw the next day. As uh, much oh, as you hear about this match and the way the legends talk re- about this match, it's a lot of rehab and falling off the wagon. Craig is yeah, a lot of you are son of a bitch. <laughs> it's it, as, as much as you hear about this match, as much as it's talked about, you know, when things are overhyped, a lot of people go back and watch them. And they're like, eh, it was overhyped so much. It, 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 it wasn't as effective on me no. as it should have been. Uh, you can go back. I can hype this no. up until I'm blue in the face and you'll go back and watch it and be like, that was stellar. Yeah. That was breathtaking. And uh, it's great. This it's match great. makes it, an era and makes a genre of matches. It's yeah. just. Oh. I'll say it still holds up uh, to today's standards as far as high spots nah. and hardcore, and it's better than a lot of the stuff that goes on today. It's better than so, what's happening now. Thumbs yeah. up, thumbs up for sure. Even with the outside, with all the outside interference, everyone took their spots too. Everyone that interfered in the match: Spike, Lita, Rhino. Dave, 
Yeah, Dave, I don't give a shit about your guys' opinion. Yeah, yeah. what's the next segment? Fuck that guy. Up. He did. He did. Five, he did five star for you. That's good. Oh, no. uh, uh, yeah. my, my wife did not like the whale the whale tail thong, and she thought it was tacky when she saw it on Lita. And I said, "Oh, well, that was a you're wrong." Then. And this worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> and we're get, and we're getting a divorce now. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. well, you're wrong, and I want to separate. Stick her uh, shirt yeah. off and everything. It was great. <laughs> Oh, so good. Gimmick Battle Royal, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, the Gimmick uh, Battle Royal is next. It's three minutes, which I knew it was quick, but Jesus Christ. Battle Royal was three minutes. It was, uh, you have to go back and watch it to... Uh, wow, uh, I didn't yeah, know the, that. The Iron Sheik ended up winning man. it. Uh, he could barely walk, and Bobby Heenan had yeah. the goddamn... Comp- so first of all, the, the thing is, is Heenan was under contract for WCW, but since they bought out WCW, Heenan was able to make an appearance here with Gene Okerlund. They both were commentators for the Battle Royal. Again, the first time that Vince, since before the Monday Night Wars, actually referenced his past, even though he was referencing ridiculous characters from his past. Um, I just was so... I remember watching it in 2001, being so fucking happy to see Gene Okerlund <laughs> back on WWF television and Heenan. It was awesome. And Heenan's line of the night was... When at the beginning they were announcing each person one by one, and when Sheik got announced, he was in bad shape here, and he had those big fucking curly toed shoes on too. So he took yeah. forever to walk down to the ring, and then it was a throwaway comment. They go to the next person's entrance, and Sheik's still barely in the middle of the ring, yeah. or the person after him. Yeah. And Bobby Heenan goes, "By the time the Sheik gets down to the ring, it's going to be WrestleMania 18." And it was <laughs> it, man, like. It was awesome. But just, oh, I love the brain. I will that. go back and I watch it. it. And when I went back and watched it this past week for research for the show, I just watched the crowd members, you know, when they would cut out to the crowd. Every character that came back, people were standing up and smiling, grown adults, and they were just like clapping or whatever. And it, this is Aww. their childhood. It was their childhood. It was my childhood. I, I came up in wrestling during like Kamala and those guys in the eighties and everything. And I know they threw like the goon in there and shit like that, but it was just really cool. Jim Cornette was in this fucking battle Royal. Michael Hayes. Like it was really earthquake. cool. Doink the clown. Yeah. Earthquake. Uh, Doink the clown got a huge ovation. Like, you know, it's just crazy. Don't forget the gobbledygooker. Hillbilly Jim got a thunderous Talk ovation. About. Like it was crazy. Uh, and then Sheik ends up winning or whatever. And then she, you know, uh, Sergeant Slaughter, you. Sergeant Slaughter comes back in, uh, you know, and puts him in the camel clutch or whatever not the camel clutch but the whatever cobra sleeper hold that he did yeah cobra clutch there you go and uh put him down it was just a cool tribute to the 80s and stuff and i felt finally vince was i won i won this fucking thing like you know this whole according to this <laughs> comment shiki baby wins I, purely because he couldn't take the bump over the top i was gonna say that, that's was. exactly good what i thought good point. when i saw him walk down yeah good point and then uh uh, but so they could have done it if they wanted to eliminate him, really, where, you know, people were outside catching him or something like that. They could have done something like that. But one I give star. It a, I give it a thumbs up because you're not going to rank it on the ladder match or whatever. Like to give it a honestly to give it a one star means you're fucking stupid and shallow. Like, honestly, like just why would you why would you rate this? Like, what does what your one star mean? Like, it wasn't meant to be any kind of technical wrestling match. This was pure fun. It's a thumbs up for fuck's sake. Like. Five star, fuck you. I'm, How about that? I'm, start, I'm starting to feel a little, you know, yeah. up on here. I don't fucking yeah, like I, you, dude. you know what? I'm afraid to not say anything but thumbs up on that. Yeah, thumbs up. Just <laughs> he just got so up. upset about it. Like, it, was to be, it was for fun. It was for goddamn fun. No, Why would you give it right, I'll give it five John stars. It didn't look God. sick at all. It was awesome. Oh my God. No, you did not talk about it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Oh shit. No. Oh my God. 100. I, I want to. <laughs> And by the way, uh, if I agree anyone, with Jess. If anybody that's listening to this podcast is not following Sheik on Instagram, I'm sorry, on Twitter, <clears throat> he's great. Do yourself a favor. Oh my god, 
<laughs> just, all right. So uh, he kind of there was a, a tribute montage. to all those guys. Like, good to see him. Get him a payday. Like anything good that gets to, them money. That, like, hey Craig. Hey Craig. They worked really hard, right? They worked hard. <laughs> that to was in the this point, like uh, for Vince up. to loosen up here and let this happen must have all been right, a huge all right. thing. Like, well, they needed the cool down from that TLC. All right, you know? let Kamala. They needed the cool down. No yeah, good. I don't want any fatties. I don't want any kids. Hey, because if you're gonna have a cool down, that would be the cool down of all cool downs. And a laugh, yeah. little little chuckle, <laughs> little little giggle for a little yeah. comedy segment. I give it a thumbs in the middle. So uh, the next, uh, it was a video package of the Undertaker and Triple H feud. This is the first yeah. of their their legendary uh, matches. Their three first of three WrestleMania matches that they had. Uh, Eighteen oh. minutes, nineteen seconds. <laughs> Wait, I did they go three in a row here? What, what huh? year? This did they see? I wondered that. Was this this was not the beginning of their one of two? No, they had three matches total. No, they had they three, had three but yeah. this wasn't. They never talk about back to backs. No, this was not. This was not the first match of their. Because later they back had a singles back, match, yeah. Taker won. Then the next year they had the Hell in a Cell and Taker won. So no, it wasn't part of that package. This is the very first match uh, that they Got ever it. had. And uh, as it. a fan, 2001, Jess, I was not. I was legitimately not looking forward to this. Like I, w- I don't know why. Um, but yeah, Motorhead, really Motorhead played uh, Triple H no. out, and that was incredibly awesome to me. Uh, Paul's dick. I'm on the fence because, like, you know, you should really hate your heels. But when he came out, like, the place actually went to Motorhead. Him, yeah. Especially yeah. when Motorhead played him down. It was a great entrance, but I was on the fence because I'm like, dude, you're a fucking hero. Time and, like, to play the game. They're, they're portraying you like a goddamn face rock. Time right to play now. the game. <laughs> but, uh, and then Tinker <laughs> comes out on his motorcycle. This match was fantastic. This match was excellent. I didn't see it coming as 2001, Jess. And when I watch it now, it, everything was good. So, except for them panning down to show how padded it was when uh, Undertaker <clears throat> choke slammed Triple H off the fucking like grid in the middle of the arena, yeah. which was awesome uh, because the chair shots were awesome on that thing. Like everything was awesome. They shouldn't have panned down because it showed that they literally had like mattresses down there uh, to catch him. But in the beginning, when Taker did it, he just threw Triple H off camera, and the place went nuts. They were chanting, "Holy shit!" They were chanting everything. Then they showed the replay, and then it showed Triple H hit the mattresses and bounce. I was like, God damn it. Like, why'd you have to show the replay? Like, it was, you know what I mean? Like, he threw him off screen. Yeah, good point. Leave it to the imagination. Uh, and at the end, the the sledgehammer shot was a thing of <clears throat> beauty. That's, that's, the, um, that's, quite, that's quite genius. Jesus. Like, that with the slide of hand, the way he switched it and hit him with the handle. Triple H, in other words, Triple H picked him up and it was a quick motion where you thought that he hit Undertaker in the face with the sledgehammer, the he spun steel it, he spun it to the, the hammer. Side. But when again, when you watch the replay, he spins it just expertly. He could have dropped that. And then what would you have done? Like, but he spun it around perfect and hit Undertaker right in the face. And when you saw it live, it looked like he hit him right in the face with the sledgehammer. Absolute genius. There, shit. there, there are days when you hate how great Triple H is. He was, he like was here, and so was Taker. Like in the clutch moments, bleeding, right? And then he picks him up out of the corner into the last ride powerbomb, which I love the last ride powerbomb because he picks him up over his head and slams him down, pins yeah, like, Triple gr- H clean. Gr- Oh, yeah. so good. So good. Thumbs up. This match was just it's this was a perfect WrestleMania match, if that makes yeah. any sense. Like this was just 
just lovely. And it had to follow the street fight, had to follow the the TLC match, which everybody knows what that match was. And man, like they still got the crowd. And on they're their gonna feet. they're gonna battle royal cooldown. It's all good. That's uh, true too. But like, yeah, it was uh, it was my, awesome. It's, this says my favorite of their three WrestleMania matches, though it seems to be the forgotten. I one. may not argue with that. Uh, my only gripe <laughs> is that the punches in the corner for the finish seem very convenient for the last ride, and the referee was down for what? an unrealistically long time. Other than that, this is a fantastic yes, right. Ball. It's good booking. It's good storytelling. Oh, it's so convenient. So when Jake Roberts hits anyone with the DDT, wow, it's so convenient that they dipped their head for him. Yeah, it was you, already so said, you already said that you agreed with him and love him, Jess. You're right. You're <laughs> fucking right. And I, and I take it back and I'm wrong. Uh, yeah. How convenient after Hogan gives the big boot. What like, do you, what do you, how convenient what do you they're laying four, there for the leg drop. Wow. Four and a, qu- so four and a quarter feel good to you? Four and a quarter? God. How convenient that's, when that's a fine. prone wrestler I agree with that rating. Arms be kicked in. How by convenient the after Macho Man slams his opponent, he goes to the rope and they're just laying yeah. there for his big elbow drop. How convenient. What the fuck? Oh, a lariat? Really? I'm sorry. Fucking stupid. Like the guy says dumb the things. Irish whip? That's not real at all. Yeah, that, that's not realistic. The last ride, too, wasn't really. I mean, he barely started kind of using it, right? Like right here's when he started like really using it more going forward as his. Uh, I think he always. No, he always used it as the biker taker. Yeah, as. Uh, yeah, because he did Tombstone when he first came back. When he, but he did. He when also he, did the last ride too. Yeah, when he came. Yeah, but he, yeah, I know he had a Tombstone in this one too. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's or, uh, it's Triple as H far kicks. as wrestling goes. I think it's it's probably my my favorite out of all three. Of the I, I like this match better than the Hell in the Cell match. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, yeah, I do too. You know. I do too, actually. But yeah, yeah, I like it. That, that, I actually, that Sledgehammer is genius. Back back then, right here too, because you know we weren't thinking about the streak yet. Even though Jim Ross says like, oh, he's nine and zero or whatever. I think um, he's never been beaten. I, I don't know. Paul, hey, can you check I, on that? I remember <laughs> thinking back then, though, like, oh, Triple H is going to win this one, I bet. And, like, not even thinking, like, oh, he's not going to win it because of the streak. But, yeah. Right. No, that's a very good point because, that like, yeah, they didn't. They, you're right. They weren't, they, even, yeah. they weren't even talking they about weren't the thinking about JR it. JR mentions it on commentary, but, but yeah, it sure. wasn't, like, a thing until Randy Orton, until him and Orton had their, when he went 12-0 or whatever against uh Well, it was Orton. after uh, 18. Uh, Taker yeah. himself said after 18, it when he beat Flair. He gets on the apron to pose for the camera, and then he did the whole like he counted. On oh, his hands that's right. Yeah, you're right. Up, and then Taker yep. said that's when it registered to him. Oh my god, I'm ten and zero. So yep. Taker did the whole hand thing, and then after that, Vince is like, "You haven't been beaten, have you?" Like it just all kind and of like, you don't take you don't take her hasn't been beaten at Mania. Yeah, you give it a thumbs up. Thumbs up by the way. Yeah, thumbs up. Great. Did Craig, did oh, you right. do the rating, or was right. I babbling? Craig's got to do his rating still. He's probably, he's going to be a one he gives a thumbs opinion? down. I did. No. There you go. Yeah, it was good. Yes. Triple H work hard. Nice of you to join us. He's real pissed. Did you give it a thumbs up? Wait, say it again. What did you do? What's yeah, the rating? Thumbs up. Talk about some of the good things Triple H did, if you don't mind. Yeah, Dave. Why? 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 Why are you so mean to Craig like that? You know? Oh, like you guys I like Triple H's entrance. <laughs> there you go. Uh, after shots of the Rock I, and Steve Austin separately walking to nice. the arena, the incredible My Way video <laughs> highlighting their feud is shown. I still get goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna go, we're gonna do this. It's we're gonna go right to the, the main video event. package. Is awesome. Uh, yes, my yes. Way. Yeah. it is a great uh, video package. This time, gonna up. let it all hang out. Uh, so okay, it was a great video package, and uh, it was a great video package. And by the way, 
It's uh, my way. They dropped it on everybody uh, that it was a no disqualification match as Howard Finkel was uh, announcing it. By the was, way, this no, is he, a he's like, no. the following contest for the World Series Championship, and it is a no disqualification. And Jim Russell, what? Who is that? Who said that? No, that was a production meeting. But what's the story behind that? Is Vince going to fire me? I don't know about that. I honestly think they just did it. No, I don't. I, I truly don't. Let me hear me out here, because if it was WCW, I would agree with you, Craig, <laughs> that they just came it up with it like an hour before. But I really think they didn't want to know DQ it in the beginning to to prep like to uh, set the stage that people are going to run down. I don't think they because they hyped the whole match. that It's Austin Rock, Austin Rock, like the whole time. So they wanted to protect uh, the heel turn that you would actually see coming. So if they did a whole no disqualification, I think that people would think, well, people right. are going to run down. And Vince has been that's, feuding with uh, Stone Cold, so that's going to happen. I think they really you hit know it. what? That's that's brilliant. That's actually I brilliant. believe that. That's, that's, I, it. that's I, the answer. I don't You're think right. that they booked it on the fly again. If it was any other promotion, I would be like, no, they absolutely totally did. All right, <laughs> Triple H was great. He was always great. He was great in all three of Undertaker's <laughs> matches. He was fantastic. So he, he tells a great event, story. He's always been good. What do you want me to say, event, Jess? <laughs> the main event was for the <laughs> WWF Championship. The second of three matches between Steve Austin and The Rock. The Rock was champion here. Twenty-eight minutes and eight seconds. This was the best of their three. No questions asked. Um, even though the Austin heel turn did not end up really working out, it was Austin's insist. Austin insisted that he turn heel. It was all Austin's idea because he felt he was getting stale as a face, especially after he came back from his injuries. Like, dude, there's so many other people that like the rocks gotten over. Other people have gotten over. So Austin was like, I, I feel stale. I want to, I want to be heel. Um, I don't I don't like the fact that he sided with Vince, even though maybe looking back in hindsight, it kind of is a natural progression of the storyline. But considering that they rescued the WWF and they kind of they robbed the momentum from WCW by that feud because of McMahon and Austin like that took as high as WCW was. It it allowed WWF to leapfrog them and go into the stratosphere. WCW went out of business like they rode this feud as hard as they could. I understand the thought process behind it. Let's let's put them together. Let's make Austin and Vince team up together. And the reason why Austin, yeah, and the reason why Austin did that was because Austin, I yeah. I love the focus on the title. Austin's whole thing was like the WWF Championship means everything to me. I you know I love the fact that they made it about the title. And and I looking back, of course, you could just say, well, yeah, the 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 heel turn didn't work out. Um, but at the same time, like when Watch. it happened, when we all saw it happen, it was crazy. Like it was like what the ending shots, the multiple chair shots he gives the rock here, like was in insane. Like yes. this match was was great. Like you talk about hyping main events and then the main event delivering this match did not let anybody down. In my opinion, I, I don't know if anybody who's ever said it was kind of let down their WrestleMania 17 match. It was a great match. You could talk later about the heel turn about how it didn't work for you, which is fine. It's a separate conversation. But man, this this match was so good. Both these guys were good. I mean, really, like The Rock and Austin. Yeah, it get they, any were, better? they were okay. I mean, and just, you know, Austin coming back from the neck injury and getting back into the swing of things here and being at full form here. And I know, you know, he didn't last much longer after this Austin. But at the same time, like, man, like just to see him win the title again and be on top. And then the rock was actually going to go away and film a movie. That's kind of why they pulled it off him here and everything, but they did this so well, nobody saw it coming. Nobody could say they guessed it. Nobody, anything like that. So again, you could judge the heel turn afterwards as something separate, but this match is a, a thumbs up. Like 
what a what a great main event after all we just talked about the tlc match the street fight the surprisingly fantastic taker and uh triple h like this match still delivered in the main event what do you say love letter to the attitude era absolutely craig yeah thumbs up 28 minutes almost half an hour like um both of them bleed austin bleeds like a stuck pig um there's tremendous um uh the crowd is with the entire time mcmahon walks out in the end about uh 15 minutes left what's happening still you're still not dressing sure gear, right was he still dressed he's still wearing dressing the gear. same that cut off sweatshirt and like uh red shirt t-shirt underneath like but uh brock Austin should have given Rock uh, should have given Rock bleeding lessons. Rock seems to have a very small like he he got the cut going sometimes, but Austin just like Bretton of uh, WrestleMania 13 bled forever, and it almost just took him ten seconds to get like Crimson Mask back. Like it's impactful. Mm-hmm. Like on this kind of stage with both those guys bleeding um, for yeah, over you know what, half though? the match, the Rock was like, "Come on, this moneymaker, come on, we're gonna." I'm going to do a little... I, sw- uh, I swear, yeah. like I said before in a podcast here, like I don't remember Rock cutting himself a lot, but a lot of what we've seen lately is Rock did... He did Blade quite a bit. I think he just did it right. He yeah. with, with the right amount that he needed for that time. Just, and knowing just... that he's about to leave and do Scorpion King and to Bleed like here, like... But I will say Austin also walked down to the ring and the top of his head about right here, he had fresh cuts ready to go. All, all, so, I, like, all, all I'm saying is... You know, and uh and Rock, sorry Rock, Dave, Rock just I, had to put it I just forgot to say uh at the what? beginning uh i know they were both faces technically coming into this match or whatever but the m- people did start booing the rock uh because it was texas and austin's from texas austin's entrance was awesome when he came oh, out yeah. like just I, that pop i got goosebumps the, today yeah the uh, way he walked out and i love the disturbed version by the way 19 years later i actually do too yep i, lo- I think it's my favorite later. theme that he had or whatever okay so well <laughs> this is a problem this is a problem i don't agree with that uh at all you like the classic i, love the, I like the original one better but still that i love the class and i love the classic i think for this time and when i heard this back today I was not expecting the disturbed version and it did work for me but you know, i can't you know what y'all sound like right now <laughs> what do we sound bunch like? of nerds <laughs> Actually, we're music nerds. Actually, we're reviewing music oh, and wrestling on the same Was just the rock bit version seven uh, was actually the best one. It's wow! Like, if you smell what the rock, it goes. If His you smell song is what the you know rock what? is cooking, Dave, you're not that. wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> Fuck you, Dave. But that's, why, on, that's, that's, why, we, that's why we love it. So we can debate, uh, read your, like, read your which, smarmy crap. Yeah, right yeah. Now. But it's Chad Taylor saying. I had a, I had a joke, Jess, but you ruined it too. Um, you fuck. Better bring up some good points in this one. I still got to do my. Chad Taylor saying, "You fuck." <laughs> An absolute blistering match. It does oh, not stop action. Wow. 
And the two biggest stars in the company just go to war. There's an atmosphere, and both guys showed incredible how how incredible they are. The heel turn at the end soured this for me, especially going back and knowing that it was a bad decision. Still, though, this is the greatest main event in WrestleMania history. Four and three quarter stars. Oh, excuse me. Read that again. Stop. Stop. Read that again right now. What do you say? Still, though, this is the greatest main event in WrestleMania history. That's not true, but go on. Four and three quarter stars. Steve Austin shakes hands with Vince McMahon or Satan himself. He he gives it three quarter stars. Four and three quarter quarter stars. Okay, I was going to say, idiot. But uh, him, night. (laughs) Wow. Um, (laughs) This match. This match is my favorite of their three. I do like the buildup of the third match because it was about Rock not never being Austin at Mania. And I did like but, uh, I did like the third match too. I but it was yeah that was that was a good match though still. But this is still my favorite one. Even like they're kind of rolling through history there. Everything from Rock getting Austin on the sharpshooter with the bloody face, the crimson face. Austin applying the million dollar dream, and then Rock almost you know pinning him, kind of like how Bret Hart pinned Austin in '96. Like all like they were going through history right there. And that was a great cap off on the uh, the love letter to the Attitude Era. Um, the obviously the heel turn at first it was like what the fuck, but then after we saw what it became. Um, but yeah, thumbs yeah. up, it's it's the best match of WrestleMania history. So um, uh, and to hype the next review we're gonna do, Hogan and Andre is the biggest main event WrestleMania history. So yeah, like it's ridiculous. Oh, well, right. it might be the biggest. So, but this is the best. Settle, wait, best, settle, wait, best or biggest? This is the uh, that was the biggest. This is the best. Biggest. Mm-hmm. Oh, brother. Brother, brother, so what do you? I mean, gonna do, that. do we, uh, you, Craig? Craig, I know you wanted to bring something into the end here, but it's pretty obvious. It's a, it's a thumbs up pay per view for everyone here. Thumbs up. It's yep. the it's it's you know arguably the greatest WrestleMania ever. So everything well, is we got to debate it, right? We it, we got to debate it. So the the yeah. argument oh. is there's been other good Thank WrestleManias. You. I'm not serious. There hasn't been. People, for the most part, say that 17 is the best, but a lot of people have been saying that 19 is the best, and we've already reviewed 19. Does anybody here think that 19 is better than 17? Hey, yes. Okay. Because, and I will say, I I found much more enjoyment watching uh, 19 than I did 17. 19 kicked off quickly kept its pace and the little uh the roller coaster journey was very like uh um very even this wrestlemania did not get cooking until match five and then went down and then like but the last four or five matches are incredible and you can't take that away but as far as like overall whole show Mm. best wrestlemania uh and this was and i will say also i said it before this was more tightly produced and better like get to the action, cut back, interview, like, real tight. But 19 overall, I I skipped a lot less in 19 than I did skip in 17. Because um, huh. you're very stimulated. I see your face right now. You want to well, go. Well, I was going to say, I, I think WrestleMania 17 is probably bigger and, and probably remembered that way as far as being the best because of the main event. And you had a lot of good matches on there. But I think WrestleMania 19... They didn't have as many throwaway short matches as WrestleMania 17, and they had more like Mark, like you had Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle, you had Rock and Austin, McMahon and Hogan, uh, yeah, uh, Triple H and Booker T. You know, uh, I, I, I uh, yeah, that still pisses me I, off. I, I think there was better, probably better work. Uh, it was probably a better work uh, as far as work rate goes on on uh, 19, 19, but WrestleMania 17 was just more of a. I don't know. It was. It was I, it I, felt I bigger. It felt bigger than 19, but 19 felt I, like it had more of the work hard. 
yeah fucking aspects to it i'm incredibly biased to it because of a because of a rock angle main i still event. like 17 so i mean yeah. as far as history I mean, goes fair. like uh for this to be one week after they buy wcw and what's to come and uh it's almost like this threshold of moving into the new area where they own everything there, like i totally get there was like, more buzz around the 17 than 19 but like so yeah 19 like had just it was had it was big, it was um it was world peace Every you know, it's, it's gonna sell a lot. Just of living through it, I think the reason why is because in actuality, these manias were only two years apart from each other, seventeen and nineteen. Yeah, yeah. So just living through it, I saw WrestleMania seventeen. I was so amazed that like it it delivered. Not only delivered, but it fucking hit a grand slam. And so just two years later, I see another fantastically awesome WrestleMania in 19. Yeah. For years, I think I ranked 17 in my mind over 19. But watching these back to back for this show, I 100% agree with Craig. 19 from beginning to end was a better product. Like yeah. it was just better. It was the, the better wow. work rate. The work we're rate. All, and we're, like, yeah, we're all like, seriously churning over that way. Huh? Better, longer yeah, matches. Yeah. And I never thought I would actually go that way. I always was like so. Like the thing that's really interesting too is that that tag title match could never be duplicated ever again. They try, but it's no. And good. there was a hey. lot of great stuff. Don't get me wrong. Like you know, talking yeah. about the the TLC match and the Austin Rock main event. I mean, that's hard. But then you look at nineteen. I, I don't. I just flip flop. I I just yeah. it is 19, hard. I, mean, I think it might be. I don't disagree. If somebody came to me and said nineteen's the best, I'd be like, I can't. You've always disagree. you've always said that, Jess. You won't you won't really fight them on it. You're like, yeah, I understand why you feel that. Actually, way. you it's, said that during the nineteen podcast. Yeah. You said I, I you won't did. fight people on it. Yeah, because yeah. like w- watching it back, especially now, Jess at forty three years old, I'm like nineteen was pretty fucking legit. Yeah, like that that might be the best From kind one. of new fresh eyes being yeah. fans. I'm I telling think you, like, yeah, that's if, a good point. Hard. I, if you I put think, a, if, I think yeah, if Booker, if, I think if Booker wins that title match, I made the argument on nineteen. If Booker wins that title match, I think it's less of an argument. I think, you're and like, I think yeah, like okay, if you put like a study group in a room or whatever of just you know people in their twenties that are wrestling fans, and you show them seventeen and nineteen. I think the majority of the people will vote for 19. Like, yeah, it's a little bit more. I don't know. Yeah. I can't say relevant because it's only two years apart from each other. But for some yeah. reason, that 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 presentation looks slicker. It was all the big the biggest <clears throat> names you could think of. And by the way, wherever you are listening to this, whether it's SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, Google, YouTube, um, what's better? Like comment below. Like we Thank love you, this SoundCloud stuff. We interact fans, with all uh, our stuff. A lot of people listen to our shit on SoundCloud. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. 17 or 19, Apparently everybody. YouTube, yeah. Like. We will they're, chime they're in learning, and defend our English choices. on OWP, Jess. That's what's happening. Okay. Well, Jesus. Like what's up? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a great, it's a great second language. I'm sorry. Word, what are we doing now? Oh, we're teaching people how to speak <laughs> I'm sorry. What That's road what are we turning down? I'm sorry. Point? What? We really don't know what we're dealing with here, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just, come before on. We, also, and before we close up, I just Brother. want to say... Uh, Cuz gets MVP tonight, and here's why. Cuz had a new microphone with a new soundboard that he has prepped with uh, a bunch of sound effects, and for him tonight to do it in a way which added to everything he touched instead of wanting to actually hit that button every 15 seconds, which I I was in one, like MVP Cuz. Like hey, every hey, every hey, sound hey, every sound bite you brought to your your mic was you and you did it at the right Craig, spot. Do, Thanks, do me a favor, bud, and just and put it in the credits. Put it in the credits. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, Special thanks to Cuz. <laughs> no, put it in the appendix, as they say. I just it's gonna be in the we've ran, we've ran out of time. Put it in the appendix. Head writer. Um, that's right. Sounder. Hit us up on Audio. Instagram at OW2019. Click on the link tree. You can find us on several platforms, including Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast, 
and anything we talk about is inspired by the WWE Network. So do yourself a favor and get your free month today to watch anything WWE, WCW, ECW, and more. This is Craig, Cuz, Jess, and Dave with the OWP signing off. Have a good one.